is the Meeting of Minds podcast with me, Philippa Robinson. Hi, and welcome back to the Meeting of Minds podcast. I'm here again with Louisa, and this is another in the series of podcasts where we're looking back at some of the comments and um, advice that people have sent to me. And thank you to everybody who has sent me those when who I asked for them. Uh, sent me advice that they would um, either give their 20-year-old self if they could um, go back and see that person or um, things that they uh, felt they uh, that were good that they did in their 20s or just generally thinking back over their 20s and and what they what they learned what they wish they'd learned what they hope other people can learn so all sorts of things and um, following on from the the talk that Louisa and I had about travel, because a lot of people talked about travel. Today, we're going to talk about another uh, common thread that ran through what quite a lot of people said to me, which was about trusting your instincts. Um, and I really like this because I do think it's important to learn to trust your instinct, um, and nobody else can help you do that. So, um, I'm just going to start reading a little story um, that somebody uh, said to me. And if the person is listening, thank you for this story, but I'm not going to name you because I did say they would all be anonymous. So this is from a friend of mine who said that what I wish I knew when I was uh, in my 20s was about trusting my instincts. Growing up, I didn't trust them at all and I didn't know how to. I would always ignore them and found decision-making very difficult as a result. I remember feeling things strongly as well, but didn't feel empowered in any way to know that I didn't need anybody's permission to trust my instincts. I remember when I started to become aware I could trust them. I was working, I was working at a local theatre in my early 30s and agonising over a decision. I had a meeting with the new executive director who was female and the same age as me. I respected her hugely. In fact, I was slightly in awe of her, really. I was explaining my dilemma. I can't remember actually what it was about now, but she said to me very simply and authentically, can't you trust your instincts to make that decision? Well, I was blown away. It was like this woman who I thought was really amazing was giving me permission to trust myself, to use my instincts. Evidently, she'd done this and that's how, why she was running the organization I waited for, I worked for, and she was in her early thirties. That was a real wake up call um, for me. And uh, I've been learning to trust my instincts much more ever since then. Actually, she didn't write those last few words to me. I've added them on the end, but I, I know that's that's what she where where that lovely lady is at, and it's it's really it's really interesting. I I think um, I don't know about you, Louisa. I'm I'm really interested to see what you're going to say about this, but I think I'm with that person there that I I'm not sure I was very good at trusting my instincts. Um, certainly my childhood didn't give me chances to learn those things. 
And I think I ran headlong into my 20s and 30s. I don't know, scrabbling around, making decisions. And I made lots of decisions, but I'm not sure I did them based on gut instinct. Um, and also I was too busy being busy so that I didn't even have time or the opportunity to feel into my um, instincts. What about you? I feel you're going to, I feel you're going to have a very different answer. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not even welcoming you. Hello. <laughs> Hi, I'm back, everyone. You're all back. You're all back. Thank goodness. Um, <laughs> what do you think about this? I don't, I agree that I've been thinking about the way children are brought up recently. Um, I have no children of my own and don't intend to have any anytime soon. But I've just been thinking about my own, how I grew up through school, what I was taught, what I'm learning now, what I'm trying to teach myself. Um, and I just don't think that things like that are taught to anyone. I don't think that when, when have you been taught by someone to trust your instincts? I think when you're growing up and you're younger, your parents don't, well, I don't know, but my parents, I don't think necessarily taught me that because they were playing the role of my parents where they were trusting their instincts and they, they were helping me make decisions based on, because your instincts can come from things you've experienced in the past sometimes you don't know where your instincts come from and and you you just know and you don't know how you know um but I think for in your in my younger years I was led by my parents and then I go you you know you go to school and then you grow up but you're the the world we live in today is really busy and really noisy and very distracting and for me, on my personal journey, it has been a personal choice of mine to delve deeper and to become more connected with my intuition. Um, because I've realized that so many things take away from, from what you can hear in yourself. So never sitting alone with yourself, never asking yourself, how you feel or why you've made a decision. Um, always running to a friend or a partner or family, asking them for advice before you've even given yourself five mm. minutes to think about how you feel. Um, I, I think that those are kind of, that. that's just naturally how we cope with maybe the world that we're living in now. And and what is natural to us, I think it all stems from, for me, we, we all have the answers inside of us. We were born with all the tools that we needed for life. That, that's what Mother Nature gave us. Um, you know, the, the world provides us with everything we need, food, water. Um, but I, but that, that big message there that you have everything within you, that has never been taught to me. I've had to find that. I've had to read about that and become interested and and stick on that path. Stick on the the rituals I've created to to enable myself to listen a little bit deeper. 
Um, so I think that it's a big struggle that lots of people carry with them. And, may, and I still carry that too, knowing the difference between your fear and your instincts. Again, really important, not something we're taught how to deal with. We're, I, do, I don't feel like I was taught to deal with my emotions as a child mm. or as a young adult. Um, so I can fully appreciate why someone at that age would feel that way. And also, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a big change in mentality when you accept that you don't need... You don't need to even consider anything outside of yourself. Um, in that split second before all your thoughts have rushed in, that's your gut feeling usually. Yeah. Um, and it, it's just, it's quiet. It's, yeah, just making sure that you're in a quiet enough space that you can drown out all of those thoughts that came flooding in and go back to that, those initial few seconds. How did I really feel? Um, or like that method where you've got to, you've got two options and you can't make a decision and you flip a coin because that's not telling you necessarily the answer. It's telling you whether you like the answer or not. And that, that's come, that for me comes from my gut. Um, if I get the, you know, the flip, the coin lands on the side that I'm, you know, not so excited about, that's my answer. My, my gut's not excited about that. And therefore the other option is probably the one that I should go for. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. Totally. I'm, 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 it's, it's been really interesting listening to you and actually ruminating over what I said about, I don't think I, had much of a gut instinct and actually I've decided in a few seconds of that's a load of rubbish um, of course <laughs> I think actually maybe my gut instinct in some ways is partly what's carried me this far but it because it, it's very different to your thinking head mm -hmm. and I think that's what's made me just realize that in those moments because it, it's very true what you said that you're you're you kind of you know I mean we, we talk about it being our gut instinct but I have read and I'm certainly no um experience on uh, uh, sorry no expert on neuroscience but I've read that that what we actually feel in our gut is actually coming from our ancient part of our the prehistoric bit of our brain i think that's the limbic system i think um i could be talking but but actually it comes from somewhere very um sort of primeval like that there is a real part in us that knows like you said every, we have everything inside of us and we we sort of know what is right for us what the right decision is and but that that feeling can be very fleeting because the rest, the other bit of our brain, the more logical, the, the the more the newer side of our brain, bit of our part of our brain kicks in and starts bringing in all that. Oh yeah, but what about this and what about that and what's such a body you're going to think about this and is that the right thing and maybe it, you, and before you know it, you have lost that feeling, and mm. um, all the thoughts have come in and drowned it out. And I I. I do trust, did trust my, do trust my gut, actually. And I do 
despite having led a very busy life, busy, 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 keeping busy to drown out the feelings, actually the, my gut instinct has sort of kept a voice which I'm only realising this as we're talking about. It's really interesting. But if I got to a point where I couldn't quite decide between two options, I would do something like that. Flip a coin or ask somebody or, or because it's not that I would go with what they said, but their reaction or what side the coin landed on, my gut would be able to tell me whether that is actually what I wanted because either you go, yeah, great. What a relief. That is the answer I wanted. Or you go, no, I don't want that one. I actually want the other one. Exactly. And you know, you'd, I'd ask somebody, "What do you think?" I don't know. Shall I wear the green top or the red top? And they'd go red, and I'd go, "Oh no, I want to wear the green." I put the green, the green on. on, and then you know, I you know, some people can be a bit more, a bit offended that you've not gone with their choice. But it's actually no, that really helped me. It's not that I actually wanted. I did want your advice, but that was to help me tune into actually what I really want. Does that make sense? Have I just rambled yeah. massively? No, there? Does no, that no, make that sense? And I remember when I was on um, a course once and we had to choose, um, there was 20 of us and we had to choose which tutor we wanted. So we had the two tutors left the room and they came and when they came back, we had to have 10 sitting on one side of the room and 10 sitting on the other side of the room. And we had to negotiate it between us if it wasn't an easy split. And originally the split was quite, you know, it was going quite well. And then there was a few people on the fence and um i think I, I knew i was one of the ones that went one side and then there was one person who just could not decide and they were sitting there in the middle of the room on the floor going i can't decide which room because I, if they, there was one space on one side and obviously there was no space on the other side mm-hmm. but they they were feeling the pressure to go but just because they were last didn't mean that they couldn't have the choice and the whole point was look make a choice and if you come over here so it's 11 9 then somebody in that 11 has to decide to move and there was people in the on the other side saying look if you want to come here I don't think I'll mind going over there so you just decide which one you want and then we will work out what the decision was and oh my goodness, they sat there for what seemed like ages going on about maybe this, maybe that, and what the the good things about going that side and the good things about going that side. And in the end, I said to her, I was trying not to say whether it was a he or she, not that it really matters, but I said to her, go and sit over that side. How about you go and sit over that side and see how that feels and then go and come, go and sit over that side and see how that feels. And that might help you make the decision. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, right, okay. And she sat on one side and then she sat on another side and then she made a decision. And she said, actually, uh, she knew which side she, by sitting in one of them, she realized that actually she wanted the other one. And actually she wanted the one where there was a space. So, uh, but that helped to make the decision. That was really interesting because, mm-hmm. um, because that was, I don't know whether that helped to feel a way into it, but actually physically moving as well. Like mm. um, I've been asked to make a decision before when I was in therapy I had to make a decision about something and my therapist got me to write the two answers to this on a piece of paper mm-hmm. and put them in different parts of the room and then stand on that piece of paper and see how it felt to have Ooh. that was my decision and then go over there and go and that was my decision and that actually really helped me so that f- physical movement as well as well as thinking about it well try not to think about it but we do end up narrowing our 
options down, I think, by thinking about things. But then when it gets to the actual, really, you know, there are lots of reasons to do this or that. How am I going to make this decision? I found that physical thing moving from one place to another was actually quite helpful. Um, I've not done it since. I don't think. No, I haven't. But that's not to say I wouldn't if I got to mm. the, the stage where I needed some help. I would do that again. Um, but that is all to help access the feeling of what it that decision yeah. feels like. Um, and I think um, you might not always use that technique, but you might you may not always need it because no. I think that it's a journey of learning to trust yourself, mm. trust yourself to make the right decision. And I'm like that. You know what I'm like. I. I, I want to think about everything because I want to know in my heart that I am making the right decision for me. But that takes away from your gut when you're overthinking because your fear takes over. And then, then you're up against that battle of distinguishing between fear and gut instinct. Um, and so for me, my, there's loads of ways, though, that you can you know loads of techniques that we can use so yes you can go and stand in that part of part of the room or on on the wording or you can close your eyes and imagine yourself mm. in both of those you know both of those options and what feels comfortable but again going back to the body and and everything be all the answers being inside the mind and the gut are so heavily connected yeah. you know we, what we feed ourselves on a daily basis that that makes a difference to how detached we are from our gut instinct and how our mind's working. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, I think from what I've learned for me, it, it's when I'm not listening to my gut, I'm not trusting myself enough. Um, and yeah, that, that that's been that's been the big thing for me it's it's not having developed trust in yourself to make those decisions without without fear that you know interesting life I I had a big moment in my life where I didn't trust my gut and it was before the start of a relationship and I I knew my gut has always my instinct has been strong especially with people um when I meet new people Within the first 10 minutes, I usually have a feel for whether um, we'll get along, <laughs> if we'll be good friends, you know, all of those things. I keep that, that always comes up for me. And so I was about to enter into a relationship and my gut started churning. And I thought, oh, there are many reasons why this probably isn't the right relationship for me. But I had come out of a really long-term relationship when I was really young. In all of those years, lost sense of who I was. Um, so how could I trust myself? Mm. I didn't even know who I was anymore. And I, because of the scenario, I, I was young as well. I was 18. So I, I kind of wanted to break away from the norm and wanted to break away from what everyone was telling me to do. So I didn't trust my gut and you know I actually had a very happy relationship for say I don't know two three years 
But when it all ended and it ended badly, there was one day where I sat with myself and I thought, oh, I knew, I knew from day one that, you know, not that I was going to have a bad relationship, but it wasn't going to be forever. And I, I don't say forever is, I don't believe in forever. Um, moments like that taught me not to, like life isn't a forever thing. Um, but yeah, that was life changing for me at a young age to sit down with myself and think, wow, two, three years ago, I told myself that this probably wouldn't be a good reason for X, Y, and Z. And then two, three years later, I'm now sat here and it's all come back around and I wasn't bitter and I wasn't angry at myself for not listening, but I had, I had formed some respect for myself and my gut again. Um, that I had, had clearly lost or had dimmed out. Mm. I, I regained that and I realized that only I can ever make the right decision for me. And if my belly is feeling a little bit weird, then, then there, there's something to think about there. You, you, you don't just feel that feeling for no reason. You don't go through everyday life feeling that knot in your stomach. Um, so when you do, I think it's really, really important to tune in. It's telling um, you, it's telling you something, isn't it? And, mm. and rather than glossing over it, it's a really good idea to listen. And actually going back to your point, how, you know, if your friend, you ask your friend, which jumper you should wear, the red or the green. And, you know, they say red, you go for green and maybe they'll be a bit like, Oh, why did you bother asking me? But why don't we see ourselves like that? We're doing the exact same thing to our gut. When our gut's going, oh, something's not quite right here. Nudging, nudging, nudging. And we, we look for the answers everywhere else. That, that sort of, to me, the way I see it, that's me being disrespectful to myself and, and my truth and and the spirit that lives within me, because that, that's where that feeling comes from. Um, so, yeah, just a little bit more trust and respect for ourselves, yep. I think, would go a long way. Um, yeah, I agree with you. And that, that, that's all linked to, you know, feelings of self-worth and self-esteem and, and self-confidence and all those things, which is not, which is, I mean, it's all linked Mm -hmm. um you, you know so actually we're trying to isolate this a little bit about trusting our instincts but actually it is all linked to all those other big things and and they all come from looking inwards I mean anybody who um follows me on Instagram will know that I'm always posting about doing the inner work and, and you know when being happy starts from inside and uh, you, you know all those things I'm I often post things along those lines because I do sincerely believe that that is is true and as a society um I feel that we spend a lot of time looking outside mm -hmm. um I'm more worried about what is going on outside what people think on the outside rather than thinking about what's going on inside us and uh trusting ourselves and 
um, loving ourselves and all those things, but that's a much sort of bigger, and I'm sure in time we will, we, we will touch on things like that. But we, I mean, we could be here for hours and nobody's going to want to listen to us for hours um, rambling on about those sort, sort of things. But you're absolutely right. I mean, some of the other um, little uh, stories that were, were, were sent to me, um, either directly to me or via a friend of mine who then went to other friends and they all sent her comments. So one was um, one, one, one person's advice to their 20, 21 year old self was to, was to uh, convince your mum to not throw you a 21st birthday party. Um, and so she said, that probably means I should always trust my gut instinct. Now I have no idea what happened to that 21st birthday party, <laughs> but um, uh, it, it, that certainly was a case of, she knew it wasn't a good idea and it turned out to not be a good idea, which is, um, you know, if the person listens to this, I'm whatever happened, you know, I'm, I'm glad you made it past that 21st birthday. Um, somebody else said to um, don't be a sheep or a follower, plow your own pathway, which, you know, sounds like it's a slightly different thing, but it, it is about plow your own pathway, relying on your, on, on your instincts. Um, so, it, you know, it is linked. Uh, somebody else uh, said that they had they had a job offer and then ended up being offered. So they had a place. It was a um, I think it was a training place, actually, and then were offered a training place at, a, at another place and actually went for the second one. And now looking back, they really wished that they'd gone with the first one because what happened later um if they'd gone with the initial training course it would have allowed them to progress much quicker in their career as it, it turned out to be and it mm. felt like actually that was their gut instinct to go with that at the time but they chose the other one because on paper it looked like a better option mm. so um you know mm -hmm. that is one about trusting another one about uh trusting your instincts and um but we have to make those, we have to, so the story I told, that that's where my respects for myself started yeah. growing. And I, I think in a, in a fast paced world like this, until sometimes you are forced to really look at how you deal with things and the decisions you make and, and how you come to those decisions. Um, I don't know. There's just, there's, there's just not much time for that in, in everyday life. And sometimes it takes a bad situation or a big life situation to knock you sideways a little bit. And, and that gives you the opportunity to find balance and re-steady yourself. Um, I think, the key is to hold on to the moments where we realized we didn't listen to our gut and to move forward with those lessons. Um, but it's a whole journey, isn't it? It's, it's Oh gosh. It's <laughs> the J word. It, 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 yeah. The J word's a bit overused, isn't it? Or, or some people say it's overused. I mean, I don't know, but I still, I totally agree with you. Um, it, it is, it is a journey and I think back to um I think back to when I first met you and um we were 
you know, you came, uh, you you came for a job, and the the other person who was supposed to interview you couldn't make it. So I interviewed you on my own, and I think we both instantly knew we would work together. I just thought you were, you were, you were brilliant. You were, you know, you had great personality and character, and I'm sure you could do the job. And um, you know, gosh, we we'd interviewed quite. Not sure whether I can say there's quite a few dull people, and I just thought, oh gosh, yeah, you know, let's have breathe some life into this place, and you know, I I kind of knew that it would be okay. What I didn't know, obviously, you know, how you were feeling, but it turned out that you quite liked the idea of working with me. So actually, um, you know, our gut instinct actually was was pretty spot on there because here we Ooh. are now, some years later. But what what happened was I ended up leaving that job actually not that long after you started really in um with hindsight but that was about me finally listening to listening to my gut and actually realizing that you know I I talk about wanting to find something find a job that makes my heart and soul sing because I had not had that yes I'd had a great career and you know I am very grateful to everything that my career has enabled me to do and has got me this far but it got to the point where I had not listened about getting out and doing something different and I, I just had to it was this you know, I had nothing to go to. I was at the tail end of a breakdown, but I had to do that because, um, you know, life's too short. Mm-hmm. Life's too short to not try your best in my, to my mind, try your best to have a life that makes your heart and soul sing. And I realized I was not going to achieve that where I was. Um, and that was a real leap of faith you know, because I leapt out of, you know, what had been a great position for me. I loved it in lots of ways. Um, and it was a real leap of faith, but it, it was following what my gut instinct was telling me to do. And, um, yeah, it was pretty huge, but it felt really good as well. It felt the right thing, much as it felt huge, much as it was like, Oh my goodness, what is going to come of this? What is going to happen after this? But all that sort of paled into insignificance, really, because I knew it was the right thing. Mm-hmm. I, I knew it was the right thing to do. And um, I don't regret it one bit. And we're now, what, two years after that? Probably. But how, how can you regret something? So I think when you're listening to your instinct, you are living truthfully to yourself, mm. even if it's scary to begin with. Um, and, you know, the world works in funny ways. Like, yes, you left me very soon on. I know. You, you also, when I met you, I had come back from traveling and I was finding it really, really difficult to find a job in Bristol. And that's one of the main fears about traveling is what do you come home to? How do you start again? And I was working a temp job with in an office of... It was a really young office, actually, um, lots of young people. So originally I thought, oh, I'll get on okay here. You know, everyone's the same kind of age. And after the first week, I hated it. They were, it, it was a horrible atmosphere. It was almost like being back in the school playground. And so after my interview with you, and I remember, 
I said to you at the end, <laughs> which I don't advise anyone to say, really. <laughs> but I said to you, go. You said, where are you going now? And I said, oh, I've got work. I just, I was doing this before I started. And you went, oh, have a good day. And I was like, well, I kind of wish I was staying here with you. And I, you know, I wouldn't, I, that's not something you would say. Say to some- that. So I went into the union and I said, oh, I shouldn't have said that, but you know, and, and that's, I'm learning to live like that. I speak my truth more and more as I get older. If it just falls out my mouth, then so be it. (laughs) But you, in that moment, gave me a glimmer of hope. You know, when I looked at the job spec, I was like, oh God, law firm? (laughs) You know, I didn't know anything, Um, but we got on well. And I felt that you put your trust in in me because I came to your door being myself being honest and open and I think I don't know but I think it was my personality that that caught you and and that made you think well actually you know even if she doesn't know all the work she I'm a happy person I'm a I'm a smart person I'm willing to learn and I think I put myself out there that day to show you that very honestly and very openly and you received it um absolutely it was I totally agree with you it was all those things and um yeah it's funny isn't it thinking back I just knew and I I, I just knew that um I, I thought we would get on I thought you'd be a real asset which you were and still are because obviously you're still there and um there was I remember yeah there was there was I don't know there was there was just something that that made me feel that you were going to be great in that job and you were and still are and look at you now you know um you're doing really well yeah it just life is funny I you know and when you left I was distraught I'm still very sorry (laughs) (laughs) but that that is life and how nice for me to be part oh here comes the word the journey yeah (laughs) part of your journey and and being part of your realization that you wanted to move on Mm. um and for me that was comforting because when I met you and I obviously still feel this way now but yes you are older than me but I look up to you with respect and I come to you with any problems I have or if I need someone to just talk things through with because I know you'll give me an honest answer um but yeah life I think for me I've lived a lot of my life singing or playing to the tune of everyone else's bloody songs um and I don't know, it puts, it does put you in this weird position. So I think for younger people, and it has been this way for a long time, and I think is still, still ongoing, that it's not okay to leave jobs. It's not okay to go traveling. You, you've got to do, a, you've got to live a certain way so that you are employable. And, um, you know, you kind of fit into society. And I just, that doesn't that doesn't work for me but I and I read a long time ago if you don't you know if you it's easier so much easier said than done and we no one does this because 
other things are involved, money and, you know, having to live and have a roof over your head. But if you don't enjoy a job or you don't enjoy where you are in life, then change it. Just change it because it works for our parents or our friends or someone else doesn't mean it's right for us. And if you're living every day feeling that something's not quite right, then it's not. Yeah. So it's really not right. We didn't. We weren't put on this, uh, on this planet as miracles to wake up every day and, and kind of just get by and just go, you know, go and and work a day every day, five days a week because that's what we're told to do. And and I don't know, get into accounting or finance or whatever because there's always going to be jobs there. And yeah. you know, no right. offense to any accountants or no, finance no, 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 people no. out there. But... And if you love numbers, great. And if you love I, that, I that's never... great. Yeah. But I never did. Um, Glad you didn't mention lawyers in that. That's so funny. My mum always used to say, you should be a lawyer. You can argue anything. (laughs) And, you know, I I just think, yeah, I don't know that you're, I just see, and I've been there so many times in my life where I wake up every day and life is great where we I'm so grateful to be on this earth and wake up healthy every day yeah but I have had times waking up weeks and weeks on end just going to my day job and and just feeling like isn't there more to life and we shouldn't be feeling like that we should there's you know no uh, uh, the the that feeling, that me being really angry and thinking nearly every day there must be more to life than this is what led me into my breakdown in the end. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and that's not any the fault of any one thing. It's it, it was me failing to listen. It was me failing, listen to my, li- failing to listen to my gut from like being mid-20s probably, you know, and I was getting towards late 40s at that stage. So that was a long time of not listening and mm. not following my dreams and not and and that's not to say I wouldn't wish to be where I am now I love where I am now and I'm loving my life now um so actually all that has got me where I am now but who knows where I would have been had and there's no point dwelling on that Mm-mm. But, but, that's the, the but getting to the stage of thinking there must be more to life than this because it really was I was really on uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I did then have a breakdown, so I was in a pretty bad shape then. And, um, you know, the hopefully, hopefully, you know, we might just, you know, inspire people to to do things earlier so they don't get to that that stage and they don't let it get that bad um, because it's not pleasant yeah. and I wouldn't wish what I went through on, on anybody. Um, and it, it just, it takes away from from the way we should be waking up every day, giving yeah. thanks for being here and being yeah. excited to live in the moment and live in that day. And, you know, I've personally watched your journey and your transformation and all these areas that you're getting into. And I think for me, that would be the message, trust in yourself and trust life. Look how your life has changed and transformed and continues to do so every single time I speak to you because because <laughs> you're doing what's what's right for you and and doors will open life life happens the way it's meant to 
you know, regardless of the choices we make, you know, even when we don't listen to our gut, yes, we might go off course for a year or two and have to come all the way back round and start in the same point um, to move forward. But it, it's all learning. It's all information, uh, Louisa. All information. <laughs> It's all an information gathering exercise, isn't it? So you come back, you've learned what you've learned, and you go, okay, that, you know, learn your lessons, and off you go somewhere else. Oh, Everything is always about gathering information, isn't it? Uh, you could Gosh, do it. I'm like a broken record. Workshop. That's I'm going to have t shirts. I'm going to have t shirts with it printed on. But it changed when you said, once you had said that to me, and I really took it in. It changed things for me. It changed the way I looked at situations that arose in my life. Um, you know, so be having a really, really normal week and then suddenly something happens. And it to me, it would feel like, oh, God, my, you know, you've locked me sideways again. I, I thought this was how my week was going to plan out. And now I have to think about this. And then the thoughts all start rushing in. But you giving me that that nugget of information helps me kind of take a step back when when that happens now and i i trust that life is going to happen the way it needs to so even if it's the information i don't like i'll happily take it um because it's it's so important it's yeah it is I, and i think actually that was it that, that i don't know when i learned that lesson um, I've always said if I'm not sure about something, I will gather information. And I've said that for a long time. So it's sort of a spin off from that, really, that mm -hmm. every situation that we find ourselves in is a learning situation. And people talk about that in when they talk about failure and reframing failure as a learning opportunity. And what did I learn from that? And I really believe in that. But this is not mm -hmm. really a, a discussion about failure. But it, this is what I'm talking about. It all being linked. Mm -hmm. and, you know, only this we, you know, we came on to do this and we chatted before we started recording. And I said to you, well, I'm back again. I'm back as in I'm back being normal, mm -hmm. normal, whatever normal is, <laughs> because I've actually been having quite a torrid couple of weeks for quite a few reasons. But I didn't realize how slight, well, how well off kilter I'd got until on, on Friday because of something that happened last week on Friday, I just woke up feeling much lighter and it was like, oh, okay. So Ooh. that has been bothering me so much more than I, um, I realized. Oh, yeah. And, you yeah. know, so that, that is a real, I learned last week, the information that I learned was that when I'm feeling like that, I need to appreciate more that there is something, something is bothering me more than I even realize. And maybe that will help me next time I'm in that situation. Mm -hmm. So, you know, another of my sayings is every day is a school day. And, you know, I have learned that. I have learned mm -hmm. that. Um, mm -hmm. I think there's, there's one more um, little quote here and it's, I don't have the name of who it's from because it came via somebody else, but it says it's go with your gut and follow your dreams, not somebody else's dreams. And, um, and that's what we can end up doing, isn't it? If yeah. we don't listen to our gut, because we will be swayed by other people's opinions, their choices, their, their dreams, their desires and their mm -hmm. wants, and we will miss out. And actually that breeds resentment. And then that's not a good path to be going down. No. And 
I yeah, I just think if we zone more into if each of us zones into ourselves more deeply, then we are less inclined to follow the path of a friend or a or yeah. of a loved one because it looks good and it looks great for them. Um, yeah, it's it's just. I mean, nobody can know us like we know ourselves so yeah. we can ask somebody what somebody else thinks but they can only give us their perspective on it much as they can try and empathize with us and put themselves in our place and what would they do if they were us they're not us and the only person who can truly understand that is us so if we can take time to understand ourselves better and learn about ourselves and listen mm -hmm. to our gut then maybe we can make decisions from that inner place mm. which you know, will yeah. lead us into a more fulfilling life, maybe. And also let go of the idea that someone may not like the decision we come to. Yeah. Who cares? Exactly. Who cares? I, when I was young, <laughs> one, one thing I really stood by was as long as I am happy with my decision and I can, I would never explain myself to people. That's been another one of my rules. I do, I do <laughs> not have to explain myself to anybody. Um, and as long as I can happily stand true in myself with the decision I've made, then I don't care who it upsets. Um, and I am a great, I'm a big believer in choosing decisions for the greater good, but there are times where you have to make decisions for yourself and there will be people that don't like it for whatever reason or that get upset along the way. And that's something for them to deal with. They need to go sit with themselves and their gut and, and understand why they had that reaction. Yeah. But it's not our job to carry their emotion. Um, and I think that's so much easier when you can hand on heart say, well, I've made this decision for me. Yeah. I've thought long and hard about it, and this is what's right for me. And then everything else just kind of falls falls to the side. Nothing matters. Um, I think fe that feeling of truth, when when it shines through, is really strong. And it's hard. It's hard to let it shine through, and it's hard to let it fully shine through. But when you catch a little glimpse of it, yeah. it's actually very addictive <laughs> to feel that that truth within yourself it is it is you're right and um who wouldn't want more of that mm. yeah yeah i think we'll um i think we'll end here because we could talk for um, hours as we do and um thank you thank you i think thank that's you fabulous you know you inspire me all the time i just think um as do you yeah and oh that, that's yeah yeah it just yeah that's what this podcast is for. Isn't it, it is. So hopefully if we can inspire each other, maybe we can bring a little a little smile to people's faces and a little, you know, a little bit of something to think about, maybe if yeah. If not a bit of inspiration, let's aim high. Let's hope we can bring a bit of inspiration. Yes. Trust okay. in yourselves, everyone. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thank you to everybody who has listened. Um, and um, we'll be back soon with, um, with another episode. Bye. Bye.
you for listening to the Meeting of Minds podcast. You can find this podcast in all the usual places. Please tell your friends, please subscribe. And if you have a moment, I'd be really grateful if you could rate and review as it helps other people find us and helps me spread the messages of empowerment and positivity that I'm really passionate about. If you want to find out more about me, you can visit my website at www.safeandsupported.co.uk. Until next time, bye.